Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Water Cooler, episode number 234. Today's topic is catching up on stuff. Let's go around the room real quick and get everyone introduced. George, tell us a little bit about yourself. I am George Lapatis. I build random things on the Jetpack team at Automatic, and um, and we're going to be getting into everything else today because we're rambling. Exactly. It's like Seinfeld does water cooler, the show about nothing. It is Ramble Day. It is Ramble Day. How about you, Russ? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, in, in part of Rambling Day, um, my name is Russ. I do WordPress, teach WordPress. Oh, no, that's not me. Um, I do stuff <laughs> in Vegas about WordPress. That's me. Awesome, man. Good to have you on. How about you, Steve? I'm Steve Zagan. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress Meetup. Awesome. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter, and my site is jasontucker.blog. And you can also find more awesome stuff that we do on WP Watercooler over at wpwatercooler.com and take a look at all the stuff that we got going on over there. Cool, guys. So today's topic's a little interesting. It's it's just us talking about stuff we got going on. Um, we haven't actually done a show like this. Um, we, we we tried to when we did the social media show. Remember that yeah. one, Steve? <laughs> yeah, we actually have done shows like this. It's every other show that we've done. <laughs> I was gonna we've say, I feel like this is the first too. honest topic. I was gonna say, I feel like I'm on the pilot here. <laughs> Episode zero of WP Watercolor. This, this this is this the title of this show should be what all the other shows should have been titled. Exactly. That didn't make sense. Watercolor. <laughs> and stop. Yes, pretty much. When well, have I mean, we ever stayed on topic, Jason? Yeah, that's true. I mean, we, we usually throw a topic out there just as like a uh, a little bit of a guidance. Like, oh, we, we roughly want to talk about this. So when you go in and tune into the show, you can look at it and say, like, oh, okay, they are going to talk about something that I might For be five interested. minutes at the very beginning. But ha- yeah, but half the time, half the time you read the topic and we, we start there and then we go in a whole different direction. So people go, wait, no, I thought this topic was about this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought we were talking about custom host types. Now we're on the media uploader. What happened? <laughs> exactly. uh, say happened. Exactly. <laughs> no, we so did hit. I want to say something before we get into this, right? If you're not aware, uh, WordCamp US tickets are already on sale. They, they, and, uh, and, and I mention it right now because uh, it's December 1st in Nashville. And if you're going, you need to make those travel plans. Like, like now. So so literally here at WDS, we have a Slack channel that was just created this morning, and it's already filled, and it's everybody creating plans as we speak. Yes. Uh, so is Steve, it the optimal time to buy a plane ticket like three months in advance? Like, it's now. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, well, now. I, Steve, <laughs> if you don't want to right now. No, if you don't want to Three drive. months in We're four months out. Three months out would be September so, 1st. So start. Uh, so October, get your ticket. It, it, get your ticket and start making plans like now. Wait, wait, wait. No rest. Now. Wait, wait. Go now. Go now. No, no. <laughs> Sorry, Jason. Hold, hold no, brothers, I, hold. I was just going to tell you that I'm going to be buying an RV for about $649, and we can, just, we can just drive out there. It'd be like John Madden style, dude. But It won't have Wi-Fi or anything because the thing's made out of like rusted metal, and you won't be able to get anything out of it. But it, it'd, be, it'd be a fun drive all the way out there. Jason, I'll meet, I'll meet you in Denver. <laughs> my my only advice is to cut the blue wire. Don't cut the red wire. Right. <laughs> oh man! So okay, so WordCamp US. That's that's going to be interesting. I 
I'm not planning on going, but um, it sounds like a sounds like a cool a cool trip to go out there. And that's in Nashville again, right? Have you no? It's in Nashville for the first time. Have you ever been to Nashville? Nope. Dude, Nashville's rad. I got two words for you, dude. Hot chicken. <laughs> that's right. Oh. Nashville hot chicken. Not it's the two words I thought you were gonna say. Not the two words. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought you were going to say Beale Street. That's what I thought you were going to say. So Isn't sell Beale? me on it. Sell me on it. If, if you're... Sell you what, on Nashville? Yeah, or Nashville. WordCamp or what? Well, I mean, you know, Dude, sometimes the WordCamp is... The history of blues is written on the streets of Tennessee. I mean, Dude. do you like music? Yeah, I do. So Do you like WordPress? Yes. <laughs> So far, go I ahead. No. <laughs> okay, Nash- so Nash- Nashville ten- is a total is a total music town. People think of it as a country music town, which isn't my mm-hmm. cup of tea. I don't really like country music. It's not. I went there and uh, gee, there, there's a there's a strip. I forget what the street is with the strip of bars, um, but you just walk into any bar and they've got an amazing band playing. And these bands um, have to. I mean, they, these are really uh, bands that have to up their game to get into these venues. Uh, because because they're so popular, um, and I we I had a I had a great few nights in Nashville when I went for WordCamp Nashville last year. Oh, that's awesome! Well, you, because it, it's kind of like that scene where it's like comedy sellers, right? Like all the big name acts will stop in those little uh, bars on that street, and like mm-hmm. all of a sudden, Carrie Underwood t- t- takes over for uh, like a half hour set or whatever. That's nuts, huh? Yeah. All right, well, definitely go take a look at that. That's at, uh, was it, it's 2017.us.wordcamp.org, or 2018 is the one. Just go to us.wordcamp.org and it'll and do the right place. The street, by the way, is, is Broadway. That's the name of the street in Nashville. Um, and the reason, part of the other reason to mention it is there is a, um, hotels in Nashville are not inexpensive. Um, they're actually frightfully expensive, but there is a, on the Nashville WordCamp site, there's a deal at the Renaissance. Um, it's like 189 a night compared to the other hotels are like 450 a night. Uh, so if you are planning on going, grab that as well as your WordCamp ticket, like now. Wow, that's crazy. There, there was a deal for the Renaissance, but now that you mentioned it, Steve, it's <laughs> that's what, this, is, this, is why, this is why I'm talking about it. Or quick, find an Airbnb or drive a camper. Well, the nice thing about the Renaissance is you're right there by the venue, right? So if you're in downtown Nashville, downtown Nashville is not very big. So if you're there, if you're there in downtown, you can walk to everything. I would just keep. That's awesome. Go ahead, ahead, Russ. No, I would just keep making jokes about the Renaissance while I stayed at the Renaissance. It's not the Renaissance Fair. I didn't know they had hot chicken in the Renaissance. Privy, <laughs> <laughs> good sir. Where be the privies? What, what's that scene in The Cable Guy where they're like, there were no forks in medieval times. So there are no forks here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, so, sorry. Jason, Jason do you, did you have We're already doubt? derailing. Yeah, did you have any doubt we were going to have stuff to That's find okay. stuff to talk about? No, we're already man. Eight in and, and, we're, and we've been rambling so far. We're doing great. We're doing great. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Huh? Well, so I had, I, we had an interesting thing. So yesterday on WP blab, we talked about um, color theory and color, color, the nice. psychology of color. And it was yeah. the weird, it was the weirdest thing for me because like we never talk about design stuff on WP water cooler and on WP lab, like at all. I think we had one design topic on WP water cooler and all of us were just like, yeah, we just, uh, we just like, uh, 
Google stuff and and click on little and, dribbles and here yeah, and what, there. And what is Jason's picture? And what, what color do you see everywhere but blue? <laughs> exactly. And what, and, were you talking about anything specific in color theory? Just basic. Uh, oh no, we, we talked about we talked about a, yeah we talked about a bunch of stuff. We kind of jumped around a little bit. Um, Megan Haynes was on, and we were talking about how you can uh, how like for instance like call to action stuff. So if you have a if you have a mm -hmm. bunch of text that's on the page, and then you have a bunch of links and everything, that maybe you shouldn't make the links on the page the same color as the button for your call to action, and just right. like why, and why some of these things actually kind of they they convey certain things depending on what you're doing so if you're you know if you're selling um if you're selling like uh, gardening equipment or something maybe use something in the greens colors and if you're trying those to do colors. something yeah like those sorts of things so we're, we're talking about a bunch of those just like how how color works really well when it comes to um you know, my, my my website looks like a christmas tree in the sense where like there's just random ordinance and like colors everywhere and then there's just like that random one thing that sticks out that shouldn't be there but it, but it is that's kind of how mine goes wait you live in vegas so it makes perfect sense because nothing goes together over there that's true that's true <laughs> just, you drive through like drive a random strip and it's on your website color color, color. i, I uh, you know, I'm not a designer, but I do understand design theory, and I can I can evaluate design. I do that a lot for my clients. So a client will send me over a site that they like, and I'll do a design breakdown for them as to what's working, what's not. So we we talk about contrasting colors all the time, right? And calls to action, um, and all those good things, right? So you know, those 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 little splashes of color work well if used if used appropriately, because you can really um, direct somebody's eye to a call to action mm -hmm. uh, with very subtle things when it's done right, right? That's yeah, why the, the running... You can then... Sorry, go, go ahead. ahead, George. I was going to say the running joke, right, with at Zeke, and I know this is true of other, of other uh, d design development firms, is make it pop. Right, so we hear that from our clients a lot is, is, is wow us or make it pop or make it bigger, right? Because that's just going to fix everything. Let's make the logo bigger. Make the button bigger. Make my logo make bigger cream. Right. So my, my my favorite is when the client says, "Can you make it warmer?" I love when they say that. Warmer. warmer. Well, just throw yeah, just throw a blanket over it. No, yeah, we, we, we just put a fire gift. That's all we do. Flames, man. We drop on the side. We just put a no, video of a fireplace. I love it. <laughs> but legitimately, what I'm thinking is you really need to just do less of thinking we know what's going to be the right color to put this, but pick small things and split test them. Run optimizely on your site and use that to tweak the CSS color of a button and then run a test. See if one converts better than the other. And then you have the data saying not just, oh, our designer thought this color would be pretty, but this color is what converts better for us. Yeah, one of the ways I always like to evaluate design, and I t and my and my clients love this. I always tell them when when we're looking at design, if they send me a, a site to look at, or if we're presenting a design comp, I tell them to uh, put it up on their computer or print it out and put it on the wall, and then step as far back as you can, right? And that way you're looking at the the design as a whole thing. And I I ask them one question: Tell me what you see first. Hmm. Like where where does your eye go? What's the first read? What's the first thing you see? And if you look at any a uh, good website, any popular website, you can always tell where they're trying to direct your eye. Because if you step back, you can say, okay, that's the one place my eye goes. And it's usually right to the call to action, right to what they want you to do. Uh, 
So I'm looking, on, I'm looking on Zeke.com right now, and I'm oh, seeing, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm seeing the word believe, and so I totally believe in myself in this. <laughs> nice. I mean, another thing to do in that is take your website, pass it through Google Translate, and change it to, I don't know, uh, Spanish or some language that you or the client does not speak, and then they can look at it without focusing on the content. They can just, everything will be about the right lengths of text, but uh, you can focus more on the design, the layout, than is this word the right word to use? And, you know, actually, Jason, this is an interesting topic, right? I know we, we've sort of gotten onto this, this extension from your, your uh, what you were talking about last night, but client reviews might be a good topic for us to talk about on the water cooler in a, at a later date, right? How to present things to a client, how to get the information that you want, right? And, and more importantly, the, the, the kind of review that will push the project forward, right? Because the wrong review will actually stall your project. Um, yeah, you know, we while you were question. Like while you were out, we actually talked about a bunch of stuff that was like total Steve topics. And Sarah <laughs> and Sarah just ran with it. That's and she awesome. was like, I'm gonna do project management. Let's talk about project management stuff. So Sarah gave us a PhD <laughs> in project management, dude. dude. Sarah Sarah started talking about how to fire clients. I mean, she talked about all the stuff that you're supposed to talk to talk about, Steve. So it was it was pretty awesome. Is that why we had no clients when I got back? Did she, did she just, <laughs> just practice or it was homework? She you was know, was like, just demonstrations. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, it was cool. So I, I love that idea is, is coming up with, um, you know, being able to talk, uh, talk a little bit about, about that, how you can kind of push forward through that. I don't yep. know the, the color, the color thing was interesting because it kind of took us, it took at least, at least me out of my, out of my element. Cause, um, I just go, yeah, I like blue. Blue's cool. I'm going to pick this blue. And then I'm like, uh, let's do this other thing. And, and then by the time I'm done with it, I'm like, okay, so everything on WP water cooler is blue. That that's about it. I just picked one kind of awkwardy looking color blue, and then we're we're done. I had somebody tell me uh, some tips on like design for my site, and I said, "Listen, I bought the theme from Theme Forest. Go tell it to the theme guy and have him push an update." <laughs> <laughs> that's scary. <laughs> that, that was that that was the only time I could say I did not touch this because I bought a theme. So sorry. <laughs> Um, blue is a very safe color, right? If you look at it, blue's used a pretty healthy use of blue. That oh, is yeah. their color. Yeah. Look at WordPress. Look at Twitter. Yeah. Except LinkedIn, one thing we talked about blue. last night was that the color orange, the the WordPress orange, is not used as as much as it needs to because that that's actually a pretty cool looking orange. It's a good contrast. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, and if you look at the color wheel, <laughs> I, don't, I can't believe we're talking about color theory. If you look at the color wheel, blue and orange are directly opposite each other, right? Mm -hmm. Those are contrasting colors, right? The, the, the problem I have with the color wheel is mine just keeps spinning like when I'm trying to load something. <laughs> so I can never just pick it. Nope. No, that's a beach ball. That's a beach ball. Oh, okay. a spinning okay. beach ball of death. <laughs> That means you need more RAM. You need to go buy more RAM. But, just, I, I, but, but, but don't buy this version of the MacBook Pro that I'm on. Skip a generation because this I, one is terrible. I, I, Which one I do you want? Think the, the, the one from December. Yeah. Oh, so the uh, first generation of the Touch Bar? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've released yeah. a new one since. So I'm, I'm on Gen 2. I'm waiting for this, this new generation to come out with 32 gigs of RAM. That's, oh, yeah. that, Ooh, be they may not. So that would be yeah. a stretch. So I think the orange inside of WordPress is used <laughs> pretty well. <laughs> Thanks, Russ. 
Oh, and just as a follow-up to previous week conversations, we had spoken about Gutenberg recently, just earlier today, about two hours ago, they shipped version 0.6.0 of Gutenberg with a whole bunch of changes. Is so uh, I believe there's some column stuff. They added a grid layout options for like mm -hmm. latest posts. Um, they, they're now splitting paragraphs on enter uh, instead of having to hit enter twice to make a new paragraph, which I mean, is Praise the Lord. Uh, <laughs> there's all, but but are but are they I'm using? Just but are, there's a lot of really really good stuff in here. So are they using orange? Yeah, I, I mean, what what do you think their color theory on the back panel was? <laughs> they added more color options to the button block. Hey. Sweet. So yeah, and this you're saying this is like two hours ago that they did this, right? And like a thousand plus installs is what they're is what you know what the site's saying. So that's that's awesome. Yeah. No. Exactly. I'm crazy. Now I, I I'm still I'm still kind of on the fence about Gutenberg because I use I use Beaver Builder for a lot of the sites mm -hmm. that I build and a lot of things that I build, and I don't know if I need to uh, I don't need I don't know if I need to have like an abstracted, you know, content editor. Inside of an abstracted page builder, but do you, <laughs> you think, know? Do, do you think these are competing products, complementary products? What do you, what do you make of this? Well, like WordPress, like well, so for instance, Beaver Builder itself yes. is just a page builder. It started out as just straight up page builder, and then they mm -hmm. came out with the ability to get everything outside of the content, the content area, and be able to kind of manage that stuff. So I, it kind of feels like it's a competing product. I mean, you already have, uh, you know, like like modules that you can drag in in Beaver Builder that say, okay, so this is this is going to be the text box, and you can put your text in there. This is going to be an images box, and you put your images in there, and then you can move them all around. I don't know. It just seems like uh, my users are going to have to, or even the the, the end client is going to be looking at this, going like, and I'm going to move this piece into here, and my editing in this thing or that thing. Uh, it just seems like you're mixing metaphors sure. a little bit. I mean, there are definitely some crossover features, right? So, um, you know, the ramblings I've heard at the um, at the meetup uh, since we showed Gutenberg is, um, you know, and I'm paraphrasing, but it's that like Gutenberg is going to put all, uh, all of the um, page builder companies out of business. Hmm. Um, I, I don't know that no. I necessarily agree with it, that. It's but, just, so I've had conversations similarly, and I don't think he's going to put any of them out of business. I think. It is covering similar ground to what a lot of them do, but there's also a lot of stuff they do that Gutenberg won't. So there's going to be a lot of room for them to transition from basically doing things to uh, providing their own shiny bit of Chrome on top of Gutenberg uh, to keep. And honestly, that'll be good because that will provide a common data exchange. So if someone decides to stop using a plugin, all their stuff doesn't just go poof. There's a common medium where everything is stored, and then you can switch to a different plugin or not use anything, and the content will still be there. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I, I just the the control boxes that are wrapped around Beaver Builder is just something that once you teach your client how to use that, going oh, and by the way, when you click in this text box and you start editing text in there, like at some point, do you feel that like the WYSIWYG editor that's built into Beaver Builder is going to actually go and say like Oh, so here's Gutenberg that you can actually start building your little blocks inside that. I don't know. Yep. So one thing that I've heard some rumblings of is a thought of an extension for Gutenberg 
it sounds like plug-in territory to me, but um, you can define your own custom blocks in kind of like, um, didn't iThemes have something like Builder where you could create your own like template blocks and then reuse them places? Plus um, a employee block that like uh, pull the featured post and the content and this and then that's now a block that you can insert in any poster page and then just fill out the content for it. Yeah, I remember something like that. Be, uh, if this, I don't know if this is exactly what you're talking about, but Beaver Builder does have something like that with the global, um, they have a global function where you can define yeah. something as a, as a global, insert no, no it in code. places. No code, all via the admin right. UI define. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, insert it in places and then you change it once so that it changes throughout wherever you've inserted it. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, no, I'm talking about iThemes has, I think it's their iThemes Builder or something, or Loop yeah. Buddy, that's what it was. Um, what is it called? Loop Buddy. So you can basically create custom loops okay. through posts and pages and whatnot, uh, and then say, like, in WP Admin, uh, like, pull out this meta field, this meta field, display them here wrapped in these tags with the content and images here and title there and whatever. Yeah, Beaver uh, Builder has that built in too. When you're when you're building the the query, you can have the query have a custom um, a custom output, and then it has a bunch of short code looking brackety things that you can put in there that just says, you know, give me the title of it, and I want this title to not be linked, or I want the title to be linked. But it's very very it it gets into that weird territory of now we're putting short codes into our you know page builder. Hmm. Yeah. I I never looked at I never looked at uh, I never looked at Loop Buddy though. I uh, probably more because of the fact that I could just write the code that's going to output this stuff and I don't need sure. uh, something to do it. But that's interesting. It's nice because it lets folks that aren't comfortable in PHP uh, or have less comfortability in PHP uh, throw stuff together. And honestly, I wouldn't mind. Uh, I had first seen it probably like maybe four years ago. Uh, it looks like it's still going strong. I'm not sure how much they're putting into it. If it's still under active development, let's uh, have a future show on it. Ping Corey yeah, and can, see if anyone wants to talk about it. Yeah, cool. Corey on. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I, I, I don't know. I like this idea because it seems like it seems like a lot of the lot of the solutions that are coming out now are trying to be everything. You know, it's like that's why Beaver Builder mm -hmm. has you know, its whole page building thing that's wrapped around it as well. So it's like, not only are you just building just the content, but now you've broken out of the content and you're building other stuff too. So, and it it's kind of gets into like the idea of WordPress did this built in is, is having template parts. So you have like a template, you have the part of the template and you're referencing those and you can re-reference it over and over again, depending on layouts and that sort of thing. Well. I, I mean, yeah. there's always going to be people that want to do more, right? I mean, like you have template parts, and then um, Jacob from Zeek was showing me how to actually use functions out of template parts and stuff like that. Um, that guy's rad. It, 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 I mean, it's just it's smart, right? But I mean, like, there's always going to be people who want to do it better and and, and faster. I'm not to quote Kanye, because you know, but I'm just saying, like, there's always going to be people who want to do it better, and so like we're going to keep seeing the ball. And, and I totally think that Gutenberg is that next version of making WordPress better and stronger, you know, and, and saying, here's this core thing. Now, what can we do with it to make WordPress better? Mm -hmm. 
speaking of Corey from I Think theme. Since I thought you were going to say, uh, speaking of Kanye. <laughs> no, no, no. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of Corey, um, if you haven't che uh, checked it out, he has a, another side venture, side project that he's working on called ZenFounder, uh, ZenFounder.com. Oh, okay. Which is really uh, all about helping entrepreneurs uh, and, and life mm -hmm. balance and, and, and relationships outside of uh, outside of work. So it's something that's something worth checking out. Which has a, its own podcast, if I remember correctly, mm -hmm. as well, right? I, I think so. Oh, that's cool. You, you know, one of my favorite podcasts is um, what's his name, Joe Casabania. If I said that right, he's got one called How I Built .it. And it's just uh, people coming on that show talking about how they built plugins, you know, like formidable forms and uh, lifter LMS and stuff like that. I actually listen to that quite a lot. Just, you know, hearing about how people talk about how they said, Hey, I noticed that there wasn't this plugin. Here's what I'm trying to do. And then like seeing how it, it's pitched in, it's almost kind of like getting a history lesson in WordPress. Right. I mean, that's one of the things that I listen to a lot, and I wish that he would get the people from Gutenberg on there so they could actually, you know, clear up some things. Because I think it'd be kind of cool to see like why they started out doing it instead of like letting you know shows like this just kind of guess. <laughs> but that's what we do best here on the water cooler. I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying, you know, like. But if I remember since, correctly, yeah. <laughs> Since since this is the since this is the particular episode where we're we are literally all over the board, uh, what other WordPress related podcasts do you watch? Oh, we've just left the board behind. We don't need no boards where we're going. <laughs> we just hit eighty eight and we just gunned it is what we did. <laughs> what other pod hmm. Well, I've had I've had a hard time with, with uh, other podcasts, other WordPress podcasts, because I always feel like I'm gonna is be Is it because you don't ideas. produce them? Yeah, <laughs> no. I always feel like I'm gonna end up stealing somebody's ideas or something. So I, I've, I've typically have stayed away as much as I can to listening to other Jason, but Jason, Jason Tucker's Ryan Seacrest, where if he's not on it, he doesn't watch it. <laughs> but but Jason, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, right? It's true. It's true. But if you never watch anybody else's stuff, then the flattery is on us, right? Um, like, 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 like. There's like there's a crossover in all the WordPress podcasts, right? Right. Like, well, if there are, it. then it's you guys crossing it into the show, not not me. So uh, it's just it's it, no, for me. It's always it's, like that. It's, it's, it's going to happen naturally anyway, right? Yeah. WordPress is announces Gutenberg. Every podcast is going to do something about Gutenberg, right? That's just how it works. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's kind of like the WordCamp thing too, right? Where like you you give it a speech and then you kind of take that on tour. So it's kind of like when you're on one podcast, you go to another podcast and do the same kind of thing. Yeah. Now, Russ, you know that the WordPress Foundation frowns upon that, right? You're you're not supposed to re repurpose your uh, your sessions from one one WordCamp to the next. So I definitely agree with that, and I I'm I'm like Louis C.K. in the sense of where I try to <laughs> I try to open with my strongest bit just so I have to keep getting better. <laughs> but I have seen you know multiple things on WordPress.tv where it's like. It, you know, it, it's in Michigan Dude, and in Alabama. <laughs> how, how many how many times have I talked about managing expectations? I'm 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 I'm, I'm being half sarcastic. <laughs> it's one of those things, though, where where I I totally agree with that, though, Steve. Like, I definitely think like if you give this speech and you do it at WordCamp US, then like don't take it on the road or whatever. Well, like here, like keep, keep stepping it up or make it personal to that camp, so it's different, you know. Uh, I, I actually, I'm on the WordCamp US committee, and here's so one of the things we talked about is my feeling is if somebody's given a really, really good talk at a regional WordCamp, 
I see no problem bringing that over and doing it again at, at US. That, that's the only time it's really acceptable. But if you give the same talk at LA, Orange County, and San Diego, that's a problem. It's the same audience. We're all, we, I, you know, I feel like you're crossover. pointing me out. I feel like no, you're no, pointing no, me no, out. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not talking about anybody specific. I'm really talking about myself because I've done it. So. He, he, he's like, I'm not mentioning you, but the guy's hair color is Russ. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Rhyme, goodness. Rhymes with Gus. I, I actually did that one time. I, I went to San Diego um, and then I went to Minneapolis and then I went to New Mexico and I, t- I did the same talk. And then when they put him up on uh, WordPress.tv, I was like, this makes me totally look like a, a, a big bag of, you know, fill in the blank. So that's when I just can I, stopped. Can it. I fill in the blank now? Or? I mean, <laughs> you know what? Go on Twitter, fill it out. Like, dude, there's bands, there's bands all over the place that go on tour and they play the same songs over and over again. Yeah. That's, essentially, that's, that's what you were doing. That is the feedback I want from our audience this week is Russ is a big bag of blank. Oh, no, this is going to go fill well. In. Just, just go down to the yeah, go down to the comments below and feel free to go and add that in, <laughs> folks. I just want you to know we hit thirty minutes. We knocked out thirty minutes easy. Uh, I I kind of like this format of us being able to do yeah. a little bit of a feedback show every once in a while. We, we made covered, we covered like a dozen topics. We did. We totally <laughs> did. Last Friday of each month. month. <laughs> last Friday of each month. Ooh, I like it. Last Friday of each month. That might actually be a pretty good idea. We can we can recap the last four things that we did. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you very much, folks, for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Make sure you go to our website at wprcore.com. Click on the link there to subscribe. If you like this stuff, you can go and hit the little subscribe button. We would really appreciate it. And you got to fill in the blank. We need to know about Russ. Feel free to go to the comments and leave a comment in there. We'd really appreciate it. If you're on Facebook, if you're on Twitter, if you're on whatever, feel free to go and leave those comments in there. You Russ will is be, a massive bag of blank. You yep. will get you will get unfollowed if your answer is Trump. I'm just saying right now. It, and it's in Q underscore Russ if you want to tag him in there. All right, guys. Talk to y'all later. Bye-bye. Peace. I love this game. It's a-